Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel, coming to you live from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Happy Friday, chilly Friday, here in our beautiful Music City. Greg Pogue out today. He's traveling with TSU. Tigers losing a heartbreaker last night to Southern Indiana uh, by a deuce, I believe. Yeah, it was tough. They missed a bunch of bunnies at the end of the game that could have at least tied it, send it to overtime. So... You got me, John Burton, at John Burton 3234 on on Twitter X, at John Burton 32 on Instagram. And of course, our five star general, the man who makes the show run, our guy, Patton Cook. Morning, Patton. What's up, buddy? Good morning. Uh, no Instagram for me, just Twitter where I. Uh, <laughs> at Patton underscore Cook. Correct, where I wallow in my misery of pretty much all my sports teams right now, but uh, that's where you can find me. Happy Friday to you, John. Well, I'll tell you what, we were talking about this before we went on the air. If you're a Vanderbilt women's basketball this fan, you got to be happy. Shay Ralph doing a great job with the Commodores. They are 14 and 1. They won their SEC opener last night against Mississippi State, I believe it was. Who's 13 and 3 in their own right? Exactly. Lady Vols getting a, a win last night too, but uh, we got we got to get Shay Ralph booked on the show and 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 talk to her. They are off to a great start. I would imagine they're going to be ranked next week. No, uh, one would think. Uh, nice win. They got one more game before those rankings will come out. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested, dollar tickets at Memorial Gym wow. on Sunday. Uh, so. Don't be foolish like me and go watch right. that pitiful Titans You can either game. go watch the Titans try to prevent the Jaguars. Go watch an actual good basketball right. game I was at gonna Memorial say, Gym. You could, you could either go watch you know, the Titans try to prevent the Jaguars <laughs> from winning the AFC South title on their home field, or you can watch a really darn good women's basketball team, apparently, in, 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 the, uh, in the Vanderbilt Commodores. Um lot going on this week. Uh, today, we, got our, we are jam-packed. we got Ryan Callahan from Go Vols 24-7 joining us at uh, 925. And then, of course, at 10, we'll do Picking with the Pickers, presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. It'll be my guy, my partner at News Channel 5 Sports forever, it seems like, because we've been working together over a decade. Steve Lehman, who's also the voice of Belmont Basketball, He's going to join us. Now, he's got an appointment at 1130, so we're going to be moving things along a little bit quicker, okay. but we'll do our picks, and uh, we'll also – that'll that'll include Monday night's championship game between Michigan and Washington. Uh, so we will uh, we will have that for you. So a jam-packed show. Glad you're with us on this chilly Friday. What, what was that drive-in like for you this Ooh, morning, my friend? Uh, I woke up five minutes extra early, turned that car on, get that, get that heat going. Yeah. Because- <laughs> If I wouldn't have, uh, where I live in Lebanon, I would have been passing the airport by the time my car finally started to get warm. But uh, no, it was chilly, uh, an empty drive-in, just how I liked it, because I needed it, uh, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, too many cars on the road at 5 a.m. makes it a little nerve-wracking driving in. But no, it was uh, not too bad of a drive, but 
we're up and at them, ready to get going this morning. Uh, coming up, we'll also go over the uh, playoff clinching scenarios. Only a handful of really meaningful games this week. A lot of teams are resting their stars, teams that are already have their playoff spots locked. Uh, we did, the Browns are starting Jeff Driscoll against the uh, Bengals. You know, when the schedule came out, right, and it was Browns versus Bengals, last game of the regular season, we all thought it was going to be, right, Deshaun Watson right. versus Joe Burrow, maybe for the AFC North title. And now it's Jeff Driscoll against, uh, I guess, Jake Browning. Yeah, the picture of Deshaun Watson going down and then looking ahead thinking, well, yeah, Joe Flacco's going to sit uh, in the season finale mm-hmm. because they already have they already have a playoff. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're locked into the two seed or maybe even the one. Everyone thought Joe Flacco's coming in. Here we are, but no. What a great story! And I, I'm not a big Browns guy. More of a Cleveland uh, uh, Cavaliers fan. Right. A big nice win uh, last night against a bad Timberwolves team. But I, I love this story going on. Amari Cooper's having a great yep. year. Joe Flacco, that defense, Greg Schiano, who should have been our DC this year mm. in, in Nashville, but uh great story. And Kevin Stefanski. You're not a right? Shane Bowen guy. Um, uh, I, I like Greg Schiano. Wow. Right okay. Better, but okay. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit. But, later. Uh, but Greg stuff uh, from, uh, from the Browns this year and Kevin Stefanski right now the is my fir- coach of the year. Yeah, I know. Right. It's either him or D'Amico Ryan's, uh, but Dan Campbell, I mean, yeah, that guy, you know, Trust me, the Lions have, for generations, have been putrid. One playoff win since 1960, one divisional win since 1993. This is only their second win since that span. In that span, so uh, yeah, well, Coach of the Year is going to be a it's going to be a like a photo finish this year. Um, but Jim Stephane, Schwartz, not Greg Schiano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, good, I was <laughs> okay. Yeah, we were talking about Greg Schiano during Bill's show. Oh, okay. That on yeah, the all good, all good. I mean, I believe the Browns are the first team to start five. This will be their fifth quarterback, yeah. And Dr- Jeff Driscoll and and make the playoffs, and they they've got double digit wins. Stefanski's done an un- incredible job, and it, you know he was kind of on the hot seat coming into this year because they made the playoffs in twenty twenty, they missed in twenty one and twenty two, and now here they are. They're locked into the five seed. They will play the AFC South champion. So just to just to wet your appetite as we talk playoff scenarios a little bit later in the show tomorrow night we've have Texans at Colts mm-hmm. winner of that game wins the AFC South if the Titans beat the Jaguars on Sunday so your Titans are figuring in the AFC playoff picture yes, just, so there you go just where we wanted to be <laughs> win and we're in if you're the Indianapolis Colts or the Houston Texans We'll make our picks a little bit later with picking with the pickers, but man, I got a feeling. Mina Kimes was talking about this on Levitard's show, and I think she's right. Vrabel's going to do something dirty on Sunday. I mean, he's going <laughs> to fake punt. He's going to do some kind of funky, you know, circumvent the rules formation that's going to yeah. cross. He's going to go all out to win this game because it's it's his personal pride. You heard him during the week dropping f bombs, talking about it. At, you know. I hate blanking losing. It could be Derrick Henry's last game. More on that in just a second. It more than likely will be Ryan Tannehill's last game. And you look at this roster, right? What do they say on average? 30% roster sh- uh, changes, shakeups, but, you know, from year to year. Yeah. So a lot of these guys that are suiting up on Sunday ain't going to be here next year. A lot of them. And 30% is a significant chunk of a, of a roster that's 53 men, you know, when it's all said and done. So this is a big game. I mean, Tannehill and Henry aren't the only ones more than likely playing or possibly playing their last games 
uh, in Tennessee two-tone blue. So, and I just think Vrabel, listen, there's still these rumors out, out there that maybe he moves on, goes somewhere else. That would take a lot for that to happen because he's under contract. But you never know, right? He 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 came out the other day and said, "Yeah, of course I want to be here." What's he supposed to say? Right. And we talked about that yesterday. So, you know, there's more to this game on Sunday than just a bad Titans team, you know, finishing up the regular season and trying to prevent the Jaguars from winning this division. There's a lot more to it than that. By the way, I should mention Greg Pogue out today. Greg's traveling with TSU. I buried the lead, so um, you're stuck with uh, with me for another show. But uh, Greg will be back with us on Monday uh, as we wrap up the Titans season. But anyway, um, well, yesterday we talked about it. Derek Henry meeting the media, as he does every Thursday. And, of course, uh, yesterday, it's been a significant week for him. He made the Pro Bowl. He found that out. He turned 30 yesterday. It was his birthday. And, of course, a lot of questions about his future with the Tennessee Titans. He's set to become a free agent next year. What will the Titans do? What will Derrick Henry do? What does he want to do? Does he want to test the open market? Does he want to give the Titans a hometown discount and and more than likely end his career here in Tennessee and break Eddie George's all-time franchise record? Well, he spoke yesterday, and we're going to give you uh, his uh, his media briefing, his press conference in its entirety uh, because we feel it's important because – we know and appreciate what Derrick Henry means to Titans fans and to this city and what he's meant and, and, and the things he's accomplished. So, you know, he's the most popular professional athlete in our city, no question about it. Uh, whether it's this year or a couple of years down the road, when, when he does walk away, he's going to go down as one of the great all-time great Tennessee Titans players, certainly one of the great all-time professional athletes in the history of this city, you know, up there with guys like Steve and Eddie and, and Pecorine and, you know, Roman Yossi, who's whoever you want to name, he's he's right up there. So uh, what do we have there, PC? Exactly that. Derek Henry talking to the media about uh, his, the final game of the season. I sure hope so. <laughs> as long as you keep going, it does. Appreciate it. Uh, so do you feel any different turning 30 today? I don't. I was expecting gifts. That's me. I, 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 uh, There's a Okay, okay, cool, cool. All right, bet, bet. Did, did your teammates sing to you at least? I ain't, get no, I ain't got no song yet, but um, no, I'm still expecting gifts from y'all and everybody else, but they haven't popped up yet, so we'll see. What's it like having a birthday in the NFL locker room? Do you get jokes? Do you get uh, one-liners? What, what do you hear? Well, Ben Jones is gone, so I feel a little safe. I don't get no uh, shaving cream in my face. Um, Guys a little nicer, but you know it's it's, it's cool. Um, you know, especially this uh, this this time of year. Um, I got family coming in, and um, you know, uh, it's grateful to be able to see another one. We've talked about that number with running backs and how people tend to to draw it as a bad line. I uh-huh. imagine you you're eager to disprove that. Yes, we'll see. We'll see. Stay tuned. We'll see. What does it mean? There aren't too many backs in, in your age area that are making that are very productive do you feel you know somewhat proud that, that you're still making so productive you know one of the few backs at this age that are still so productive in the league yeah um you know it's always uh you know um a good thing to be able to you know still be productive and um, be able to make plays and have an impact and um you know I'm grateful to be able to still still be in this position um you know I, my, my body feels good um, I feel good, and um, you know, 
just just ready to work and um, continue that um, um, as time goes on. This season hasn't gone the way you or the team probably wanted it to, but how good does it feel to get another Pro Bowl selection and have that honor? Um, yeah, it's always uh, a great honor to be to be recognized um, um, for your play, um, which you know I'm not too proud of this this year, but uh, you know from your peers and everybody voted. Uh, I really appreciate it. Very grateful to have my uh, fourth uh, selection. Um, um, don't take it for granted at all. And um, just appreciate everybody who was involved that uh, were able to get me in. Do you have to give yourself a little bit of grace, I guess? So you say you're not too proud of your performance this year and the numbers aren't quite where they've been, but uh -huh. clearly your peers and everybody else still say you're one of the best and you're still over a thousand yards this late in your career. Do you need to be easier on yourself? Uh no, not at all. Um, you know, uh sometimes, you know, you need to need a year like this, um, to be able to grow, to be able to learn, to be able to reflect and um I'm definitely gonna do that um once the season's over. Um, you know, uh, if I wasn't fueled before, I'm definitely more fueled now, definitely more motivated, definitely more hungry and going to this off season, um, attacking attacking it as hard as I can, but at the end of the day, um, you know, it's about being consistent, being at, playing at a high level. And like I always say, I'm, I'm my worst critic, so I'm always going to be hard on myself regardless. Are there other backs who you've sought advice from about playing later in a career? And kind of what advice do those guys give you about having long sustained careers after 30? Um, yeah, I had talked to uh, Barry Sanders at the Nike Suite last year at the uh, um, Super Bowl, and um, I had saw that he ran for 2000 when he was like 29 years old and um you know that kind of gave me a little a uh, little bit more motivation and um you know I was a big LT fan so I watched him throughout his career I really watched almost all, all the backs um grew up down the street um um watching Fred Taylor and um Reese Jones Drew when they were a uh, tandem so um got to watch a lot of great backs throughout my years and um you know track their careers and you know sometimes I Go online and see what they what they did when they got to this age, and um, hopefully, um, you know, I can do some great things at this age as well. So, what do you anticipate Sunday being like? Driving to the stadium, going through your regular motions, but but knowing there's there's at least potential that it's the last time you're doing it in the home locker room. There, um, yeah, yeah, I would just treat it as any in any other game. I'm not trying to try to get too caught up, get too overwhelmed. Um, and just in, enjoy the moment. Um, you know, focus on fitting the season strong, going out there playing a good game overall as a team, and um, hopefully getting a win. And then after the game, um, having talked to no media, going straight home. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. You think there'll be a, a moment somewhere along the way? I mean, there's obviously going to be an introduction and and, mm -hmm. and and some fanfare when you leave the field and stuff like that. I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, it's definitely gonna gonna be a moment. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, just last game of the season. Um, you no, know, I'll be free agent after this year. Um, been here eight years, so um, just be uh, grateful to whoever shows up, and I know the fans will, uh, uh come out, and you know, hopefully we put on the show, be able to uh, be able to finish strong. But um, just grateful for the whole process. Friends or people in public who ever come up to you and talk to you about the free agency is that something that ever has to come up, or is it something you can avoid? Pretty yeah, much? I'm not really much. I don't really go out in public too much. So, but um, no, not not really. I think they'll talk about it once the season's over with. But uh, not too much. I'm too focused on what I need to do. You 
guys have been going at it since, I guess, April towards the season. Uh, what's it like knowing that Sunday is the end of it? And it's kind of weird that a lot of times you're playing to get in the playoffs into the very end, and then there's a sudden end. Now you know the finish line Sunday. What is, what is that like? It's been a, a short, long season, I could, uh, I would say. Um, you know, but, I mean, that's just, that's just what it is. That's the reality of it. Um, you know, you know, we love the game. Um, uh, but you know, just we, we just got one more, so just focus on on finishing it, finishing it strong. Um, you know, like you said, we're not happy about how the season um, went, but it's all about how you how you finish, and hopefully, you can finish it strong. Um, I mean, any player would love to play for an organization um, and finish out, finish out their career, you know, as, as, as long as they can. But like you said, it's the business side and all those type of things that, that go on, and I, and I understand that. So we'll just see how it shakes out during the offseason. You told me to ask later on uh, a few weeks ago when I asked this, what has been your favorite run or moment since in the time you've been here? Just Ask me after Sunday, on Sunday. I've answered again. Still got another opinion? Still got, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see after Sunday. How are you going to celebrate your birthday? Uh, thank God for another one. Um, uh, probably get a, some cupcakes or uh, a birthday cake um, for my girl. My, my daughter's already been talking about it since she woke up. And um, she'll probably blow out the candles. Probably be a little spit on there because she she's always <laughs> – <laughs> She's always excited for it. So, yeah, just thank God for another one. And, um, yeah, spend the time with my girl and my daughter. And um, wake up tomorrow and see another day. Really cool stuff from Derrick Henry there. And, uh, you know, uh, he seems like a guy that's got his life and his career in perspective. And, uh, you know, we don't know what the future holds. But, again, we wanted to play that in its entirety, right, because we know how important – He's been to this city, this fan base. And like I said yesterday, he's the one guy as a Titans fan you could hang your head on. Good, bad, or indifferent. Hey, we have one of the best players in the NFL. And at one point, he might have been arguably the best player in the NFL. And he was right here wearing two-tone blue. Absolutely. And another reason we wanted to, he didn't go out and say, yeah, this is it, or yeah, I'm staying. But I I thought he was very open and honest. uh, Yes. Like, I and mean, he's been like that all year. Exactly, he's been great. Exactly. But I, I thought yesterday, to me, it g- just seemed a little more heightened. Like, he he took this a little more, he, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if he wanted it for the fans or for the media, but I, I thought he handled that about as good as he could have yesterday. He was, he was terrific. All right, more on Derrick Henry. Uh, again, picking with the pickers coming up at the top of the hour. We're going to have Steve Lehman, my, my guy from News Channel 5, and, of course, uh, Belmont uh, men's basketball. Uh, we will make our picks. Paul Olson from Tim Leaper Roofing will join us as well. Your phone call, 615-844-5600. But don't call just yet because up next we got, uh, we're going to head up to Knoxville and check in with our guy from Gold Vols 24-7, Ryan Callahan. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. 
Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, the TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Yeah, but the baby's out today. Greg Pogue uh, will be back with us on Monday. He's traveling with Tennessee State. John Burton, Patton Cook inside the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center Studios. Picking with the Pickers coming up at 10. Steve Lehman's going to join us. But right now we head up to Knoxville and check in with our buddy from Go Vols 24-7, Ryan Callahan. Ryan, Happy New Year, my friend. How you doing? Hey, same to you. Doing well. Hope you are too. Yeah, we're we're doing okay. All right. Well, before I ask you about the bowl game, I, I've been saying this all week. I don't know about you, Ryan, but I was offended and insulted having to watch that Iowa offense the other day in the bowl game. That was disgusting. <laughs> I mean, their quarterback looked like a middle-aged insurance salesman. I mean, it just looked like Tennessee was able to line up in their base defense and just react to whatever Iowa did. There was no way 
I mean, they had that one drive and they threw the interception in the end zone. After that, you just knew that there was no way this team was going to be able to, that offense was going to be able to drive the field and score on Tennessee. It was, it was, I was insulted. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I mean, hey, we've seen it before, right? I mean, Tennessee played Iowa in the Tax Player Bowl, uh, what, nine years ago now? And that, that was a 45 28 game that wasn't as close as, as that one sounded. Now, that was a 7 5 Iowa team, though. The amazing part of this one is that that Iowa team won ten games. I know, uh, and what and what you saw offensively was not a fluke. They were dead last among FBS teams in total offense by twenty three yards over the next <laughs> to last team. Two hundred thirty nine yards a game Ugh. going into the bowl game. It's just so I don't. It's funny because because right, I knew that offense was bad. I knew it was bad. You know, I hadn't really sat yeah. down and watched an Iowa game, but having to sit down on New Year's Day. May or may not have been a little hungover watching that, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, "Are you kidding me?" I didn't think it was that bad. It, it, it's yeah, I, I think a lot of people were probably were surprised, and they're, they're just thinking, "How did a team like this win ten games?" And like after you watch it, I mean, you can see the numbers all you want, but I mean, once you sit down and look at the numbers, I, you know that I picked a 17 point Tennessee win in that game, and I felt like after seeing some other picks, I'm like, "Gosh, am I underselling Iowa?" But I just <laughs> I couldn't believe that an Iowa offense that was that bad statistically. Could could you know potentially keep up with Tennessee if they showed any signs of life offensively? And sure enough, that was the case. I just didn't know they'd get shut out. But yeah, obviously it was not a great matchup, and and that that was the the division champion from let's face it, probably the worst division in Power Five football this season. Yeah, no doubt about it. Ryan Callahan is our guest. All right, well let's talk about the positives. Uh, Nico looked really solid, twelve of nineteen, a buck fifty-one, the one touchdown, no picks, and of course the three touchdown runs. How did you uh, assess his performance against the Hawkeyes? Well, I, I've said a couple times this week it's it's the most excitement I've ever seen over a quarterback throwing for one hundred fifty-one right. yards in a bowl game. <laughs> That's right. But but uh, in all seriousness, I, I've been I've been impressed, uh, obviously, and I think everyone has by by what they've seen so far, and and the bowl game was. You know, you'd kind of seen flashes of that in the little bit we'd gotten to see of him uh, during the regular season, but it was just so limited. I think 52 total snaps he played before the bowl game. Uh, but, yeah, seeing seeing that he uh, could continue that and, and that a team that at least knew a few days in advance that it was going to face him mm-hmm. uh, didn't didn't find some way to, to cause some real problems for him, uh, I, I think obviously a good sign, and, and, it, and it was enough to, to cause a lot of excitement going into next season. He didn't have to do too much. You right. know, they, they made things – Simple for him, didn't ask him to do too much of the heavy lifting. But at the same time, uh, you know, he only threw 19 passes, but some of that's because he took off and ran sometimes. Um, at the same time, you saw some of the some of the, the freshman tendencies and, and maybe not mistakes, but things he's going to have to polish up a little bit. Um, so it was a it was a perfect debut, I thought, in a lot of ways because you know he if if the if he had just gone out and thrown for 350 and five touchdowns, I mean the hype would have been just out of control, right? And, right. You know, he probably didn't didn't need that and you didn't need to worry that he was going to go into the offseason thinking this is easy so there was enough there for to to give people encouragement to give him something positive to build on but also plenty of things there you know what six sacks that iowa had um he didn't get great protection up front but he held on to the ball too long i thought in some cases mm-hmm. he took off running a bit too much in the first half so there's some things there that are clearly some tendencies that he's going to have to to shake um in the future but but plenty of things to to, to take from uh, take moving forward and say, yeah, you're off to a good start. Now here's what we can build on going forward. 
Well, that was really my first time getting a really good look at him. I mean, I covered the uh, the Tennessee Vanderbilt game when he got in, but I was doing a million things while that game was wrapping up, just getting ready for all the post game stuff. I didn't realize how tall he is, Ryan. And yeah. uh, you know, I, he could probably stand to to you know pack in a few more meals and hit the squat rack. But man, he's tall, and the mobility's there, the arm strength's there. You know, my thirty thousand foot view is he's got to get a little bit bigger, no? Yeah, no, and then that was the the perception coming out of high school too. Now he's added some pretty good weight since he got to Tennessee, but he's still not done. Uh, I think there was there wasn't much concern about that coming out of high school. He, you've seen his dad, and they showed him on TV a good bit. He's a big guy, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's there's a lot of confidence that Nico's going to continue to grow uh, as he as he ages and and continues to develop. So he'll he'll be fine. But yeah, right. he's put on already a, a good fifteen twenty pounds at least since he got to Tennessee. And, uh, and is in a much better spot than he was uh, even a year ago. So, yeah, he'll continue to develop, but that's, that's the one area where he still does need to, to continue to improve physically. But like you said, huge frame, uh, you know, legitimately 6'5 plus. You know, I think they list him at 6'6. He's mm-hmm. probably at least 6'5 and a half. He's a, he's a really tall kid, and that's always a plus in this day and age with how big those offensive linemen are. But, yeah, he's, he looks the part, and, and as he continues to add muscle, he'll only, only get better in that regard. But, what what you saw the one play that stands out to me from the whole performance, where he's rolling out to the right, you know, and, and throws that that back shoulder throw to Ramel Keaton yeah. along the sideline. That's that's what you saw from him in high school. He's almost a guy that struggled a little bit in some camp settings. Maybe not struggle, but was very inconsistent with his accuracy. But he's just a different guy when the lights come on and when he gets off, um, you know, kind of kind of throws on the run and just his instincts kick in. He makes some unbelievable throws with great ball placement, just like you saw on that throw. So that's that's if you if people wondered why is he the number two prospect in the twenty twenty three class throws like that that's that's what you saw from him in high school that made people think he's so special. Ryan Callahan is our guest. Govals twenty four seven dot com at Ryan Callahan two four Ryan Callahan excuse me two four seven on the Twitter. Did I get that right or is it R Callahan? No, no, it's it's Ryan Callahan. You know, you think I would know yeah. by now. I've been talking to you every Friday for like you know forever. Sorry about that. Charge it, <laughs> charge right. it to my head and not my heart, sir. Hey, I was really happy for uh, for Dylan Sampson as well. The 133 yards on the 20 carries. Nice game for him. Yeah, that was uh, and and honestly, a bit of a pleasant surprise. I think for a lot of people that Tennessee was able to run that well. The one thing Iowa did well, obviously, going into this game, since it was an offense, was play defense. Right. Um, they they were a a top 10 defense nationally in both yards and points allowed, top 15 nationally in rushing defense. So I think a lot of people were thinking it'd be tough sledding. Uh, but they, you know, Dylan Sampson put up nice numbers, what, 20 carries for a buck 33. Yep. Uh, Ken Seldon had, had a pretty productive day as well in his first extended uh, action of his career as a true freshman. Uh, that was the other part of the bowl game that was, uh, I think, exciting for a lot of Tennessee fans, not just Nico's debut, which is obviously uh, kind of made him the star of the show all day. But some other young guys that got to play in a little more extended role uh, than, than what we're compared to what we're used to seeing. Some guys in the secondary we hadn't seen much of. Uh, Ricky Gibson started at corner, um, but yeah, certainly Dylan Sampson and Cameron Seldon. That was a an early preview of what you'll see next year. I fully expect those guys to to head Tennessee's backfield next season, and I think there was some excitement to see what those guys could do. So yeah, Sampson, we'd obviously seen a lot from him this season, but to see him get 20 carries and be that productive against a good defense. Obviously bodes well for next year. And Selden, I thought, showed a lot of patience as a runner, uh, especially for a guy who was not a full-time running back in high school, kind of split his time between running back and receiver. It kind of brought him along as quickly as they can this year, knowing they're really excited about the talent. 
I, I thought he looked he looked pretty good. I thought he, he looked a little more natural, still a little upright uh, in his running style, so he'll continue to get better. But I thought there's a lot to work with there. So should be plenty of excitement about Tennessee's backfield going into next season. So, Ryan, as we wrap up this football season, the Vols finish 9-4. and four, They get a bowl win. Uh, you know, fair what's what's the fairest way in your mind to to you know categorize this season disappointment a little bit below the line right about where you thought they'd be what say you yeah I, I would say just a little bit below what what reasonable expectations were probably from most people I think a lot of people really thought this team would find a way to get to nine and three in the regular season so uh, I think everything else, uh, for the most part, is okay except that Florida loss when you look look back at it. And that's kind of the way I felt back in September. Tennessee's obviously had all kinds of trouble winning at the Swamp over the years, so they're not unlike the past, you know, 10 Tennessee teams that have gone down there. But it's it's still a loss that just did not age well. And, and when you look back on it, it you can't imagine that Tennessee w- uh, wouldn't love to have another shot at that team given uh, the way things turned out. So, uh, now, obviously, the big question that, you know, and, I, and I've already heard this, as I figured I would uh, even before the game, a lot of people wondering now, did Tennessee mess up by not starting Nico sooner? Oh, by not yeah. making him the guy I've from day one? i heard that a lot, too. Of course, yep. mm-hmm. of course, there's going to be second-guessing to that. And, and there's no obviously no way to know how it would have gone. You know, as I point out to some people, maybe Nico looked so good uh, in, in the game Monday because he had the benefit of sitting and watching for most of this season. You never know how that would have played out. And I do think there's always a little bit of a risk in putting a quarterback in there too soon. You don't want his first experiences to be too rough. If they are, you can develop bad habits and things like that. Uh, you can you can get a, a young guy's confidence shaken. There, there's multiple ways it can go wrong. Uh, I thought Jared Garantano years ago got thrown in there too early in a tough situation at Tennessee, right. and it probably didn't help his development. So you never know how those things would have worked out. But you do have to wonder with a 9-4 and four season, you know, A, would it have hurt anything to play Nico, and could they have done any better? And, and based on the, at least one game, it's a fair question that's you know probably one that a lot of people have asked, but we'll, we'll obviously never know the answer. Well, men's basketball, SEC, getting going this weekend, an exciting time. Uh, the Vols coming off that gritty, gutty win over Norfolk State, but they put together a nice little win streak. <laughs> they got some nice momentum heading into the SEC, don't they? They do, and, and they're top five in the country now, up to number five yep. uh, going into this weekend. Uh, they, they face a ranked Ole Miss team right off the uh, right out of the gates in SEC play, but they've, they've been battle-tested too. You know, three losses already, uh, all to ranked teams, and uh, a couple of really highly ranked teams that they've played as well. So uh, they've, uh, they've got a, a nice resume so far, and, and as most Rick Barnes teams uh, have a better feel for sort of where they are because he plays such a tough schedule every year. Um, the, the impressive thing about how they've played recently, I mean, they, they haven't been tested very much in their last few games, obviously, opponent-wise, but um, they've sort of shown that they they, they have some some flexibility in their game a little more so than some of uh, the recent Tennessee teams, I think, without a without a guy like Dalton Connect, who's obviously given Tennessee kind of a, uh, a different dimension. You know, they've not had that go-to scorer who can just take over a game. Well, lately he's been a little banged up. He's had that injury, and, and you know for a few games at least looked like he wasn't 100%. His scoring was down. So they've found different ways to win, and they've shown they've got the depth and the, 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 the personnel to, to do that and to play different styles. And so it's been Zakai Ziegler and Josiah Jordan-James and a lot of different guys stepping up recently showing they can win without Dalton Connect scoring 20. So uh, I think that's a good sign for Tennessee that they've kind of had to play a couple different ways so far. And Shows that they're you know pretty versatile in how they're going to be able to to counter anything teams might throw at them in SEC play. 
And real quick, the Lady Vols get a nice win at Auburn to open their SEC schedule. They they needed that win last night, no? They really did. And that was an Auburn team that had been playing pretty well recently. I think had had a nice winning streak going into that game. And, and Auburn led at halftime, so it was not a game that Tennessee was just in control the whole time and could take it for granted. So that was a, a nice win for them to start conference play. As you said, one they really needed. I mean, that win just gets them back to 8-5. and five. Um, so let's face it, they've got some work to do just right. to make the NCAA tournament uh, and, and conference play. But they, uh, they at least are off to a better start there. So certainly some, you know, a little more confidence with Rakia Jackson being back. That's a big deal, and she showed why. <laughs> Anytime she can get really... 24 and 19, that's a good sign, right? Yeah, 19 rebounds. That, that's, that's hard to, mm. hard to replace. Uh, so they, they certainly missed her when she was out, and, and a big deal to, to have her back in there and playing like that. So that, that gives them a much better chance of success in SEC play to be uh, at full strength with her. But, yeah, that's a, uh, an important win, and, and they, they need to – to certainly make that the start of a, of a better run here in conference play because they've obviously got some tough non-conference losses to kind of uh, gloss over as they continue to build their resume for, for possible NCAA tournament bid. I was going to say, quick answer here. You mentioned, you know, they're going to have to work to make the NCAA tournament. If they don't, what could that mean for Kelly? Uh, that that could be real, real trouble. I was just talking with someone about that earlier. I, I think that could be potentially the end if she were to, wow. to miss the tournament. We'll, we'll see if it comes to that, but that's at least a – a real possibility that's on the table. Wow. Okay, Ryan, we will continue to monitor that. We appreciate your time. As always, have a great weekend, my friend. You too. Thanks a lot, John. All right, Ryan Callahan, Go Vols 24-7. Well, something to keep an eye on this year with the Lady Vols. All right, we'll take a break. Don't forget, picking with the Pickers, top of the hour. Steve Lehman's going to join us, and we'll pick our games and have a little fun. But up next, it's all you, 615-844-5600. Call us. Childress Collision Center is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Childress Collision Center. Family owned and operated, Childress Collision Center is backed by a century of combined experience. From a scratch or a dent to a full collision repair, trust Childress Collision Center. Stop on by 1108 8th Avenue South in Nashville or call 615-266-4441. 615-266-4441. That's Childress Collision Center. They're people who care. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together 
hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. Preds lose last night at home to the Calgary Flames 6-3. I mean, Calgary was very impressive last night. They just, you know, they got off to a 2-0 lead. They just kept coming. And every time the Preds would score to make it close, Calgary would counter. So uh, the uh, modest three-game winning streak for the Preds is now over. They'll get back at it this weekend. Right now, we go to the phones. Who we got there, Patton? Dr. Detroit joins us. Boy, you guys got screwed last Saturday. That was awful. Yeah. yeah, I I love the press conference with uh, Derek Henry and happy belated birthday. Uh, Great athlete. Mm -hmm. Great human being. Absolutely. Uh, are you uh, trying to pay under the table to get them to be a giant next year? <laughs> <laughs> well, if we don't if we don't re-sign Saquon Barkley, who's in the same boat, yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah Let's just yeah, say yeah, my yeah, well. you know I've I've my my people have, have you know have a little conversation with them you know I, you know a little bit of this a little bit of that you know what I'm saying? I I got some comment before you. I I just paid just a four bucks to run in to see if you were at the Omni because. I went to the courthouse, Dead Staring Courthouse. Uh, us Lion fans have been parking off of 4th, no, the 19th. Uh, it goes candy corner parallel toward the alley of behind the slaughterhouse and loses and all that. Been parking there since they won the Thursday night game against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And then we go down for the, was it the Thursday night, I'm thinking, Green Bay Packer game. Right. And all of, all of us had tickets on our windows. Been parking there. I mean, been parking there. Yeah, man, the city is cracked down, man. There are no more meters throughout the city. You, anytime you park in the city, you have to pay. Well, sir, let me tell you this. I went down there and did my Sherlock Holmes impersonation, called a cell phone. I went up and down, up and down, both sides of the sidewalk. Nowhere did it claim to show no parking whatsoever Mm -hmm. or pay. Uh, one of the barcodes or anything. No, 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 no. So what happens? 
Well, God bless me. It only took me 35 minutes to leave, leave Laverne to get down to the courthouse this morning at 8.30. And the judge's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, uh, okay. I'm just disputing this yeah. violation. So we're, we're going to have to reschedule. I go, oh, and for what reason? And he's like, well, we got to have the person here uh, to show their proof. I'm like, well, that's why I'm disputing it. They should be here right now instead of wasting my time. So now I got to come back on the 22nd of February. So anyway, but anyway, yeah, I stopped by the Omni because I, I didn't know if you were down there or not. Being a solo, have you been solo all week? Nah, most of the week. Pogue's been sick, and now he's traveling with TSU. Okay. So yeah, he's missed. It. I no, think no, he was I, in here one day, and he should have been here. His voice sounded terrible, and he was still sick. And I was like, and I told him, I said, Pogue, you get me sick, I'll kill you. So yeah, no, I, I just tell you, I just got over that. I just got over that drastic plague yesterday. I started feeling a little bit better, just a little bit better, but Good. it's been horrendous. Well, okay. Well, um, well, um, I, I hate to be Minnesota coming to Ford Field to finish off the season. It's going to be pretty. Good luck. See ya. All right, man. Doctor D, ladies and gentlemen, back to the phones we go. Tony joins us. Good morning, guys. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony in Dolittsville. Yes, sir. And not to be a turn this show into a health show, but you can tell I'm still under the weather. Yeah, man. How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling a lot better. Appetite and everything is there. Good. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I've lost about four or five pounds <laughs> from it, too. So that's why you want to lose it, but it helps. Exactly. Uh, just a couple of things real quick, John. Yep. Number one, glad y'all touched on Shay Ralph and Vanderbilt. I think she's doing something special over there. 14-1, and one, uh, man. Like I said, they hopefully they'll get – they should the they should be ranked when the rankings come out. I think they will be, right? Right, and we talked about her last year, yep. as well as uh, Patton. But uh, what I'm afraid of that she's in the SEC. Granted, but let her get going good. Let Gino leave, and they're gonna come snatch her up. Yeah, but you know what? You worry about that when it's time to worry about that. Enjoy, enjoy the fact that she's here now. She seemingly has turned the program around, and uh, like I said, we are. uh, we are going to book her and get her on the show. She's been on the show before, and uh, I've always been a big fan of her. When she played at Connecticut, she was an assistant coach at Pitt when I worked in Pittsburgh. Uh, she's, uh, she, you know, basketball is in her blood, man. This is what she does. and uh, the, Yeah, I felt, I felt great uh, when the university hired her, and, it's, and, and it looks like it's paying dividends, so it's great to see. Right. Last thing, I'm going to leave you on this. Guys. We know the Titans are not going to the playoffs and all this talk we've been talking for months and stuff. When it comes down to this game, you know, it's going to be special to see Henry and Taney Hill out there one last time. Yep. And hopefully this team, you know, there's still so much to play for. Number one, you play for pride. You play for each other. You play for yourself. And if nothing else, you got a damn revenge motive out there in front of you, what more would you enjoy doing than knocking Jacksonville out of the damn playoffs? Yeah, so, yeah, you don't want to see the Jaguars celebrate winning a division title on your home field. Oh, and and like and like I said earlier, Sean, I don't know if you missed it or not, Tony, I got a feeling Vrabel's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna do some dirty, you know what, to try and win that game. That. I, I think it might be all out, and hopefully, uh, you know, wouldn't it be nice maybe one time to see. A couple of quarterbacks on the field at the same time. Might see a quarterback halfback pass 
Hey, the whatever it takes. I think fake punt, you know, trick plays, you know, right, like I said, right. funky formations that are technically within the rules, but it'll cross up Jacksonville. I mean, Vrabel is going to, Vrabel's going to kill himself to try to win this game. I promise you that. You will not see a laydown effort from the Tennessee Titans on last, Sunday. Last question, John and Patton. I'm out there. Does Vanderbilt football in a football game, does Vanderbilt beat Iowa? <laughs> Thanks for the call, Tony. <laughs> I don't know. Eh, you know, we'll probably never know. We'll come back and wrap up our number one next. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people. And now, the fine folks at Maximum Power Electric are reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Please visit USO.org and locate military care packages to see how you could help make a difference today. This message is brought to you by Maximum Power Electric. For residential or commercial electrical installations or repairs, give the pros a call today at 615-840-2426. 615-840-2426. That's Maximum Power Electric. Proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. You look at Vanderbilt and, you know, during my time there, and I was there seven years, but the reality was we went to a couple of bowl games, and I think Vandy's been to seven bowl games in the school history. 
okay? Uh, man, we beat Tennessee three years in a row, and that's never been done. We beat Georgia, okay, uh, at Georgia, and I don't know the last time Bandy's done that. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live from the Strike and Spare studio. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Greg out today traveling with Tennessee State. He'll be back with us on Monday. Hopefully he'll feel better. Hopefully Tony will feel better. He didn't sound great either when he called us. Uh, top of the hour, Steve Lehman from News Channel 5 Sports and Belmont Men's Basketball uh, is going to join us for Picking with the Pickers presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. Interesting uh, goings on in the NFL this week. A lot of playoff scenarios. Uh, a couple of teams are winning in. I believe the Packers are winning in. I believe yep. the Buccaneers are winning in. Of course, tomorrow night, two games. We got Steelers at Ravens. Ravens arresting everybody. Steelers need to win tomorrow and get some help on Sunday in order to get in to the playoffs. But if they win tomorrow, it's going to be 10 wins for the Steelers with, I think, a subpar roster. And it's another great coaching job by. Mike Tomlin, um, well, a good coaching job by Mike Tomlin. It's funny because everybody in Pittsburgh wants him out. He's not going anywhere, yeah. you know, so you you can dead that if you're a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. And, of course, uh, the night game, we have Texans at Colts. Winner of that game wins the AFC South if the Titans beat the Jaguars on Sunday. What do we know about Lawrence? I know he's been practicing limited all week. He's going to play, right? Yeah. I mean, they, you know, he's their franchise quarterback. They need this win. He's going to give it a go on Sunday, right? I mean, if you're the Titans, you would expect to see Trevor Lawrence, correct? You would, uh, but really what makes him so good is his athleticism. I wouldn't imagine you're going to see a lot of that on Sunday, him escaping the pocket, mm -hmm. you know, uh, using his legs that really has hurt the Titans quite a bit these past couple of matchups they've had against him. But uh, you got that matchup, and you talk about Steelers-Ravens. Uh, the uh, perennial Pro Bowl quarterback, Tyler Huntley, will be uh, getting right. the start. Snoop! Uh, so a good Snoop for him. Huntley back back in the fold. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, but looking forward to uh, the weekend. A lot, a lot of games. But like you said, not a ton of them that mean a whole lot. Right. To right. be quite honest, but it's NFL. I mean, well, we're, of course, we're all going to watch. Yeah. The the big game, of course, is Sunday night. Bills at the Dolphins. If the Bills win, winner of that game wins the AFC East. Mm -hmm. The Bills could. <laughs> Depending on how the scenarios go this weekend, the Buffalo Bills could either be the two seed in the AFC or they could be completely out of the playoffs. That is ridiculous. Unreal. But I think the Bills are going to win. I think they're going to win this game. I yeah, think they're going to go to Miami and win. Missing a lot of players. Miami yeah. has dropped off the past couple of weeks. Doesn't look like Waddle's going to be available. They're going to have didn't to play last week, correct? Did not. And uh, Tyreek Hill the whole way, pretty much. Uh, that's going to be where the ball's going. But Dolphins been hit by some injuries and. Bills yeah, they, all, as they were dead, they're back. A couple, couple of their defensive studs went down, right? Xavier yep. Howard and Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Chubb. He's done for the year, correct? Mm -hmm. That is going to be an interesting game on Sunday. You're right. Interesting weekend. Uh, the meaningful games are, are intriguing, but there are a lot of meaningless games right. as well. All right, coming up straight ahead, my guy from News Channel 5 Sports and, of course, the voice of Belmont men's basketball, Steve Lehman, will join us for Picking with the Pickers, presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. Stick around.
560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. President Biden today will deliver his first campaign speech of 2024. It'll focus on democracy near Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. And ABC Chief White House correspondent Mary Bruce has a preview. He will argue that this race is an urgent fight for American democracy, that Donald Trump and far-right extremists are a threat and a danger to the very freedoms on which this country is founded. They say a second Trump term would be even more extreme and dangerous. Speech is on the eve of the third anniversary of the January 6th attack and former Capitol Police officer Harry Dunn, one of the prominent faces from that day, announced he's running for Congress in Maryland. The December jobs report better than expected, 216,000 added last month. Unemployment held at 3.7%. The FDA today authorized Florida as the first state to be allowed to import drugs from Canada to try to reduce high drug spending costs, but Canadian authorities oppose the idea. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit starregistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. W-N-S-R. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose. Healthy life.
Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Vogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. It's football time in Tennessee, and it's Friday. So that means it's time for Pickin' with the Pickers. Pickers. For over a decade during football season, you've heard legends of film and field tell their tales and pick their picks. Vince Gill, Rob Schneider, Arsenio Hall, Keller B, Steve the Colonel Crawford, Kathy Lee freaking Gifford, Dave Mason. Pickin' with the Pickers is brought to you by Tim Leaper Roofing. Now it's time to pick the brains of the pickers. Here are the hosts of Pickin' with the Pickers, Greg Poe and News Channel 5's John Bippity Boppity Burton. Uh, no Greg Pogue this week or uh, this Friday, this week for Pickin' with the Pickers, presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. He's traveling with Tennessee State, but I'm pleased and thrilled to have my other work partner join us. You know him from News Channel 5 Sports and, of course, the voice of Belmont men's basketball. He's simply the best in the business, and he's a guy I'm proud to call my friend. The great Steve Lehman joins us. Good morning, Steve. JB, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great, man. Great to have you on. I mean, you're on the McFarlands like every other day. I figured, you know what? I probably need to have him on my show at some point, so it's good to have you on. Happy New Year. I appreciate you having me on. Happy New Year. And what was that intro of you again? Yeah, John bippity boppity I've called you a lot of things. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, John Bippity Boppity Burton. It was our big voice guy. Just I don't know, just having a good time uh, r- recording that. Yeah. So you're right. I've been called a lot of things myself. Some I can't say <laughs> on the radio. But anyway, um, yep. you know what? It's funny. You and I were talking Wednesday night when I got done with Sportsline, and we were just kind of uh, chewing it up. It's so like unusual for us to be going into a Titans regular season finale with, you know, no playoff implications on the line, seemingly nothing to play for. This hasn't happened uh, for this Titans organization, this city, or these or these fans in a long time. Yeah, 2015, the last time we had a season like this where December was just playing out the string, and it's just so different. The feeling around the games are different. Going into the locker room on practice days is different. Trying to get answers out of these guys <laughs> is different. I, you know, I think the injury list and the, and the inactive list is longer because we talked about this. I, I think if they were playing for something meaningful on Sunday, that Jeffrey Simmons and Amani Hooker and maybe some other guys are probably active 
you know, they're fighting their way to get back, and they're probably active to play on Sunday. Instead, they were ruled out weeks ago and placed on injured reserve because there is nothing to play for. So you don't need to put your stars through that. It's just a totally different feel and obviously a shorter season than we expected heading into what is probably going to be a very long, important offseason. And Steve, when you look at uh, this season, how it played out, I think Darren said this the other day on his show, and he's so right. I mean, this could have been, if things had worked out differently, the Titans could have been in position to really make a run because the AFC, and I'm using Darren's words and I agree with him, it's not the juggernaut, you know, murderer's role that we thought it would be, right? The you know, Burrow gets hurt, yeah. so the Bengals are not really a factor, and you know, some of the other teams that we expect, I expected the Chargers to 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 be in the in the playoff race. You know, they faded out. I expected uh, the Broncos to be in the playoff push. Looks like they're not going to make quite make it. And you know, Kansas City is they're good, but they're not the Kansas City that we've grown accustomed to the past several years. You know, it was there for the taking in some respects for the Titans had things worked out a little bit better this year. You agree? I agree. And honestly, John, that may have been their miscalculation at the beginning of the season is I think we all understood at the end of last year that it was kind of the changing of the guard from the era that got them to the AFC championship game and won some divisions and got the number one seed. They were moving into a new era where eventually there was going to be a new quarterback, a lot of new pieces, and maybe, you know, maybe some guys from the core would be around, but it was going to be a new nucleus around them. But yet, somehow in the offseason, they kind of sat on the fence a bit. Of, yep. Yes, we're retooling and moving into that era, but we're also going to make some moves that make us feel like we can contend right now. And it just turned out when they got on the field this year, they weren't nearly that good. And the moves that they made, like, I think DeAndre Hopkins is a great player. I think he's obviously been a help to this team this year. But they don't have enough else on the offense. They don't have an offensive line that can block well enough that you can really utilize DeAndre Hopkins to his fullest extent within your offense. And I think they just missed on that. And it may have put them back in terms of the overall rebuild because would you have done that if you knew that you're going to be 5-12 and 12 this year? Yeah. Because you've got a longer picture in front of you. But you're right. Had they been right on that and some of these moves worked and they could have been a functional offense this year, I mean, the AFC South is not a juggernaut division. Everybody else has a winning record, but if the Titans could have figured out how to win within the division against those teams, you're talking about a totally different race there. And I agree with you. There's nobody in the AFC, maybe other than the Ravens, who look awesome. There's nobody else in the AFC that just jumps off the page in a scary way to me right now. So it is something that I think they they wagered themselves on at the beginning of the year. They took a bet and said, we, we think we can still do this this year. Mm-hmm. And they turned out to be way wrong on that. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, what about you, Steve? How long have you been at News Channel 5 now? I'm going on 12 years this spring, which I can't believe. Yeah, I am like days away from the 13th anniversary. Wow, congratulations, man. That's so cool. I mean, and you know, you and I both know this, in local affiliate sports, to to be around as long as we've been around at one station, you know, working together, I mean, that's a rarity. Hopefully that goes to show that, you know, we're appreciated and valued at the Big Nickel, right? Yeah, uh, that's what I keep telling myself all the time. (laughs) You look around at various other places, other markets, other stations, and you see how they do sports and the time that they allot to it and the resources 
that are provided for their sportscasters, and you kind of shake your head. And we've been really blessed and fortunate over the time that both of us have been there that for the most part, resources have been there to allow us to do our jobs. For the most part, we get all the time that we need in order to do it the best way we think possible. And I think because of that, you know, I'm obviously biased here and take a lot of pride in, but I think we do the best job around. You know, I think if you actually care about Middle Tennessee sports, you're getting the most from us. You're getting the most college basketball coverage. You're getting the most Predators coverage. You're getting the most of everything. And obviously we're covering the Titans on a day-to-day basis too. Right. And that's just, we've got a cool niche here too, John, and I know you appreciate this having been someone who grew up in New York. I don't know if we could do the jobs we do in New York City. Right. Because there's such a microscope on New York sports. They've got Yes Network and they've got other regional networks. Sure, Heck, SNY, ESPN. MSG, all those, yeah. Sure, and ESPN practically treats them like a local team. Mm-hmm. And you could say the same thing about Chicago or Dallas or L.A. Right. I don't think we could do our job the way we do it there because there's networks that are devoted to doing that. But when you look at Nashville and Tennessee – we have all the big sports. We have the fans that are just as passionate as any of those markets. But ESPN doesn't treat the Titans like a local team. They no. barely treat the Titans like they're an NFL team. <laughs> and so, you know, we have to fill that void where if you're going to get video coverage of the Titans or the Predators or Tennessee or whatever it is, you pretty much have to go to a local outlet. And that's where I think we do a good job and you know i know you feel the same way about this but our sunday night show in particular i think we bring home that coverage as well as anybody in america does and obviously we're really blessed to have jonathan hutton and keith bullock join us and uh, you know that's just something you don't get everywhere and we've been afforded the opportunity to do that those guys are gracious with their time and obviously lend great expertise to it but if you know if you care you care about the titans and what's going on I don't think you're getting better coverage in a video medium than that. Well, you're definitely the fuel that that runs the engine that is Sunday Sports Central, and uh, you know your mind for production and the way to, the the way to put things together, I think is second to none. Um, you were at the uh, Derrick Henry press conference yesterday. I thought he was fantastic. I I think he's been great all year in his dealings with the media. He feels like he's a guy that has his life and his career in perspective, knowing. You know, we don't know what the future holds for him. This could be his last game as a Titan on Sunday, but he seems like a guy that either way he's okay with whatever happens going forward. Well, he's a very sure of himself individual, you know, John? And I don't mean that in a cocky Absolutely, way. right. I know what you're saying. He's just, he's just a guy that knows who he is, you know? He's a really good football player. I think he takes a lot of pride in who he is as a person, and he's just confident in that. He doesn't need other people to lift him up or reinforce his belief of who he is. And so I think he looks at the end of this season and the end of this contract for what it is. The Titans may want him back. They may give him a really great offer. He may take it. They may not. He may get a better offer somewhere else. He may take that. And I think he just views it for what it is. It's part of the business, as he said yesterday. We'll see how it plays out. I do think there's some part of him, and I asked him this exact question yesterday, that would love to stay here in a perfect world to play his entire career as a Titan. I mm-hmm. think there is something about his legacy that he probably understands that would be different if he was able to do that. 
But I also don't think he's losing sleep at night in case that doesn't happen because that may not be within his control. And so I think he goes into Sunday's game knowing it may be his last in two-tone blue. It may be his last at Nissan Stadium, at least as a home team member. And he's going to go in. He's going to do the best he can. He wants to provide a special moment. He was asked yesterday what his favorite run as a Titan has been. And he said, ask me again after Sunday. <laughs> sort, of, sort of alluding to there may be another one yet to come kind of thing. And so, you know, I think that's the special thing. And selfishly, John, I hope we get more of it. Mm-hmm. because. And I told this to you the other day when we were chatting as well. Derrick Henry is the one guy since I have been with the Titans that I think is a Hall of Famer. And he's a Hall of Famer because of what he did in a Titans uniform. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is a Hall of Famer, too. But it's not because of what he's done this season. Right. Derrick Henry will be a Hall of Famer, in my mind, because of the stretch he's had as a Titan. And to watch him every single Sunday, home and away, there was just a feeling when he got his hands on the ball that he, he could do something special on this carry. He could take it to the house on this carry. And... He's been the only guy that's really been like that since I've covered them over 13 years, and I still feel that way. Even behind this offensive line, every time he gets a crease, I feel like, man, if he just breaks that tackle, it could go. Yep. It's never been that way with anybody else, and I hope selfishly for the Titans that they they keep that going for their fans. They keep that going for you and I for a few more years because it would be cool. It would be cool to watch him break Eddie's record probably next year as the all-time leading rusher in franchise history. It would be cool if he got to that 12,000-yard mark, which I think is the absolute slam dunk line for him to get into Canton. All those things would be special. And if he played every game of his career here, that would be awesome. Don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know if the Titans want him back. Don't know if he necessarily wants to come back here himself. But I think it would be cool, so I vote for it to happen because <laughs> selfishly it's what I'd like to see. Well, the the person we're both worried about is producer Debbie, who I talk about on the show a lot because <laughs> yeah. she cried when Kevin Byard got traded. She loves Kevin Byard, but you know this. She loves Derrick Henry. So Yeah. <laughs> we would have to pad all the walls and perhaps, you know, <laughs> have suicide prevention lines. <laughs> nearby if that happens she, i mean she's the absolute best to oh talk she's about great somebody who supports us you know she wants us around and in her show whenever possible and, right and we appreciate that but yes i i will i will definitely be doing a wellness check on producer <laughs> debbie if and when derrick henry plays his last game as a titan picking with the pickers we're talking with steve layman from news channel five sports my partner for over a decade, and of course, Belmont men's basketball entering your third season with the Bruins. Uh, uh, give us an update uh, for on the Bruins. Year number two in the in the Missouri Valley Conference. Uh, how are you looking so far? You know what, JB? I love this team. I think they've got a ton of talent. I, I don't know if anybody in the Valley has three frontline players as good as Kate Tyson, Jacoby Gillespie, and Malik Dia. Those three guys are fantastic. They all average more than 16 points per game. There's only one other school in the country that can say that about three players that they have. And so that's a really special trio right there. This team is super young, and they're, they're growing up right in front of our eyes. I think they got a, a bit of a lesson of that on the road the other night at Southern Illinois in just a wacky game when Casey Alexander got ejected for the first time in his career. Mm. And 
that was quite the scene in and of itself. I've got a bone to pick about that with a certain official. <laughs> but but I think this team is growing up. I think they're super talented. We'll see. Uh, Indiana State is fantastic. Drake is great. Obviously, Tucker DeVries is back from the team that almost beat Miami in the NCAA tournament last year. Bradley still plays defense like no other. You know, So there's some really good teams in this league. Xavier Johnson's leading scorer in the country at Southern Illinois. So th- there are challenges out there. That's the thing about the Valley is there's no gimme. There's nobody where they just show up in this league and kind of roll out the balls with their C game and win. You could do that in the OVC with the talent right. level Batman has. You can't do that in the Missouri Valley Conference. And so it's a battle week in and week out. But, you know, I think this is a team that has a very realistic shot to be up there in the top two or three in the league at least at the end of the season and certainly get to 20 wins again, which would be, I believe, the 20th consecutive year of 20 consecutive wins for Belmont basketball. And there's only like three other schools in the country that can say something like that. So it's a good program. I think they haven't really skipped a beat in the Valley in terms of the team they're putting on the floor. It's just much tougher competition night in and night out. All right, man, you ready to pick some games? Let's do it. All right, let's bring in Paul Olson from Tim Leeper Roofing. Paul, good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning and happy New Year to you guys. Say hello to my guy, Steve Lehman from News Channel 5 and Belmont Basketball. What's going on, Steve? Hey, Paul, how you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, man. How was your New Year, Paul? Uh, it was great, man. Pretty low-key. Uh, I celebrated on London time. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I, was, <laughs> you know, I was in bed at a normal hour. Um but no, it was really good, man. Just some family and lots of good food. All right, let's pick. John, that's what you did too, right? Oh, yeah. You did London time? Nice and quiet, <laughs> just by the fire. I, I read a lot, uh, Steve. You you know me. I you know I don't go out. I don't party. All right, game number one. Well, Patton, real quick, get us up to date. Uh, last week, Rod and Marcel Reed were our guests. Rod picked, of course. Marcel wasn't uh, slinging out the numbers uh, for Vegas. Uh, first up. Titans and Texans. Texans were four-and-a-half-point favorites. Of course, they won. They covered big time. Everybody picked the Texans except Paul. Next game, Tennessee and Iowa. Tennessee, six-and-a-half-point favorites. They won, and they won big. Uh, Two people picked Tennessee, Rod Reed and Greg Pogue. Next game in the college football playoff, Alabama took Michigan. Uh, Alabama was one and a half point underdogs in that one they lost and did not cover everybody picked the tide in that one and finally washington and texas washington four and a half point underdogs not only did they cover but they won outright everybody picked washington except greg he took texas and then finally as our standings stand right now Steve, you got a, a one-game lead on John. No pressure. Forty and thirty-three <laughs> overall on the year is our guest. John right now in second place, thirty-nine and thirty-four. Greg right now in third, thirty-five and thirty-eight, under five hundred. And then Paul rounding it all up at thirty-three and forty. All right, thank you, Patton. All right, game number one: Jaguars laying three and a half at the Titans. Greg is picking the Jaguars over to Steve Lehman. Yeah, I'm with them. I'd love to see the Titans come up with one last great moment of this season in a season that has been short of great moments, but Jaguars have so much to play for. They're playing to win the division and get to the playoffs. I just think the motivation there is too strong. I got the Jaguars. 
Paul. I echo those comments and just want to have a disclaimer that we're way better at roofing than picking games. So. <laughs> That's right. Don't let that discourage you from getting your any, any roofing I, issues you have done. I, yes, yes. Please do not judge the quality of our roofs by the quality of me picking games uh, with picking with, with the pickers. So. All right, you're taking, the, the you're taking the Jaguars. I will take the Jaguars as well. Game number two, Texans tomorrow night, laying a point and a half at the Colts. Steve, what do you think? You know what? I like the Texans better. I like C.J. Stroud better. But the idea that they're actually favored on the road against the Colts team that, frankly, has owned them in recent years, I'm going to take Indianapolis at home. Not because I like them better. But I just think the circumstances and the fact they're getting one and a half makes it the better play. So I'll take the Colts. Paul. All right. I am I'm taking the Texans on this one. All right. And I, man, I've been thinking about this all week. I am going to take the Texans. I think CJ Stroud gets it done on the road in Indy. Game number three. We are uh hang on one second here. By the way, Pogie is taking the Texans. All right, that's I knew I was missing something. All right, game number three, the big one Sunday night, the Buffalo Bills laying three at the Miami Dolphins. Winner of this game wins the AFC East division. Steve? I'm going to take the Dolphins at home. I, I just think they've been good there all year. I think they've got the weapons. I'm going to take the Dolphins at home, though. Paul? I'm picking the Bills. I just think they're tougher. I agree with you. I'm going to take the Bills, and Pogie is taking the Dolphins. All right, game number four, national championship game Monday night. Michigan laying four and a half against Washington. Steve? John, I'm tempted to take Washington because I feel like they've been counted out at every turn and they just keep proving people wrong. They did against Oregon. They did it against Texas. But I said somewhere around October that Jim Harbaugh is going to be suspended for like a million games this season. There's going to be a cloud hanging over the team and the – Poetic justice or irony, however you look at it, at the end of the year will be that someone has to then hand him the trophy <laughs> after Michigan wins the national championship. So I'm, I'm going to stick with the prediction I had from October, and I'm going to say that Michigan is your national champion. Wow. Okay, Paul? I said it last week. I'll say it this week. Every time I've watched Washington play, I've been impressed. They were impressive last week. Sticking with Washington. All right, Pogie is taking Washington. I'm going to take Michigan just because you don't beat Alabama in a college football semifinal to get to this championship game and and lose to Washington. I love Penix Jr. I love this Washington team, but I'm with Steve. I think this is Michigan's year, so put me down for Michigan. Steve, I know you got to go, man. I thank you for doing this. You know how I feel about you professionally and personally. Uh, You're the best in the business, bro, and it's it's been an honor and a privilege to work alongside you. For over a decade, here's to 12 slash 13 more years. What do you say? Yeah, love you, JB. I, I wouldn't do it with anybody else. Thanks for having me on today, and I look forward to seeing you at work later. All right, have a great day. There he goes, Steve uh, Lehman. Thanks. Sorry, I think we cut him off a little there early there. Sorry about that, Steve. Uh, Steve Lehman from News Channel 5 Sports and, of course, Belmont Men's Basketball. Paul, we so appreciate your partnership and Tim Leeper Roofing's a part of uh, Tim Leeper Roofing's a partnership with uh, our show and this station. Uh, We thank the world of you, and uh, we appreciate you. And uh, Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year. You fellas enjoy the rest of your day. All right, there he goes. (sighs) Wow. 
<laughs> engineer and steer all that. It's a task. I give. I got to give Pogi a little bit more credit, man. That is like. I feel like I just got all. I feel like a father that just got all his kids to bed. You know, we got it in, and so there you go. Another edition of Tim. Uh, Tim Leaper Roofing sponsored. Picking with the pickers. I need a shower and a cigarette. So we'll be back after this. And now Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women who serve our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air, proudly saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizmkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to SkyRizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. The traditional first year anniversary gift is paper. Yay! Envelopes. The traditional 10-year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum. Are there sardines in here? And the 20-year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars. Now that's what I'm talking about. It's our anniversary, but we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. 17-1 and one in SEC play. And win the SEC tournament. They would still get left out if they didn't win the SEC tournament. You're right. If they got to the championship game and lost in triple overtime, they'd it still be over. out. They're, <laughs> playing, they're playing for the NIT. It's sad that we're talking about this. It's not even Christmas. We already know the fate of Vanderbilt right. basketball. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand. 
You know, I just realized we just had Steve Lehman on as our guest for Picking with the Pickers. I had a senior moment. I texted him yesterday. I was like, hey, can you come on at 11? We're off the air at 11. I meant to say 10, but he rolled with it, and he was he was, he was was perfectly, you know, that's, oh, God. My 2024 is not off to a good start, man. I got <laughs> I got a rally here. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. All right, so we got some news from the Jaguars heading into Sunday's game against uh, the Titans. Obviously, the Titans playing out the string, but Jaguars need this win on Sunday to wrap up the uh, AFC South division. And, of course, their quarterback, their franchise quarterback, uh, Trevor Lawrence, been banged up the last couple of weeks, missed last week's game with a shoulder injury. They managed to win, but uh, we have an update, perhaps, on his status for Sunday, Patton? Yeah, talking to the media today, said that Trevor Lawrence will throw today, but the decision could go right up until game time. So uh, it's not a foregone conclusion, at least out in the media, uh, for Doug Peterson that uh, Trevor Lawrence will play. I'm not buying it. He's playing. They. You have to have this yeah. win because if you don't win this game, there is a possibility that you get bounced out of the playoffs. And remember how they started? They were six and two. Right. I think they might have got up to like seven and two at one point. And people were talking about they may be the best team in the AFC. You know, they were they were in line. They they were in contention for the one seed, perhaps, and they've fallen on hard times mainly because you know their quarterback Trevor Lawrence has been injured and and and, and banged up, but. Uh, you were laying out the scenarios, what would happen, what the Jags would need to happen if they lose to the Titans on Sunday. Yes, correct. So uh, in a scenario, if they do lose uh, to the Titans on Sunday, they would be eliminated with a Denver win and a Pittsburgh win slash tie. So um, if Pittsburgh goes out and wins on Saturday, that pretty much gives them the indication they have to win. So uh, they will have a couple different scenarios, of course, but the, of course you got the ties. I'm not going to go through the ties. Yeah, but, yeah. Let's, uh, let's, not talk, win, let's not talk ties. Uh, a Denver win and a loss for the Jags would have them elim- eliminated, and then a Pittsburgh win on Saturday night and a loss for the Jags would see them, them elim- eliminated. But you win, <laughs> and it doesn't matter. Right. All that to say. Yes. So, So there you have it. Looks like uh, Trevor Lawrence will be a game-time decision, this according to Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson. But again, like I've been saying, I think Vrabel's going to pull out some dirty stuff. I think he's going to do some dirty you-know-what on Sunday to try to get this win. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see surprise on side, fake punt, fake field goal, you know. Pull out a steel chair on the Right, sideline. exactly. Little little triple reverse, flippity-doo, flea flicker, from your own end zone, you know, I, he's going to pull out all the stops. He wants to win this game. He wants to stick it to the Jags and say, you're not winning this division. You're not clinching this division on our home field. We won't allow it after they knocked them out of the playoffs last year in the uh, Joshua Dobbs, Josh Allen game. Right? I mean, I, I just, Vrabel's going to go all out to win. Yeah, you, you know he's going to want to win this football game because – I mean, for no other reason, his own sense of pride. I mean, this isn't something he's necessarily used to, being questioned as an NFL head coach. Because, I mean, really right from the start, even though year one wasn't great, you didn't you didn't make the playoffs. But uh, considering what happened that season, you just, I don't know, you, you were kind of okay with what ended up happening. You had Mariota go down and wasn't able to play in the last week of the season against the Colts. Yeah, right, who was it, Blaine Gabbard? Yeah, Blaine Gabbard. The, immor- the immortal Blaine Gabbard, bro. Exactly. So, but... This is something he's not used to being really questioned, and 
uh, all the off season, what's going to happen. You do wonder though, John, this is the first time really any Titans player has really had the chance to really make business decisions yep. in, in week 18 now, yep. because I mean, you're fighting for a playoff spot for the past five to six years, even last year, you right. win and you're in type right. scenario. So I'm interested to see how the players handle it. How hard do they give it a go? See guys, maybe stick their nose out of tackles maybe here or there so we'll see well you know and we're going to talk about this with keith bullock this weekend on the on the podcast show what's good with kb and jb you know you may be onto something there because you know guys probably have their vacations booked they've got uh plans be after sunday and a lot of guys may be thinking let me just get through sunday and not get hurt and you're right there will be business decisions but i just don't think that we'll see that under Vrabel's watch. You saw how hard they played right. on defense last week. They were getting, you know, they had no shot to win that game last week, and they were they were playing and scrapping and holding that Houston offense to field goals for a majority of the game instead of touchdowns. I mean, Aziz Alshire, if anybody needs a vacation right. after this season, it's that guy. I mean, that guy played with the flu. He's you know he's banged up. I've seen him in games, you know, the last couple of home games. He can't even get his jersey off. He just sits in his locker like completely exhausted. Like, you know, so I don't know. I but you're right. It's human nature. We could see, as you said, some business decisions being made. And man, it's uh like I said, we're not used to this as Titans observers and Titans fans. All right, we'll go over some uh playoff scenarios really quick. All right, so if the season ended today, right? Colts would be the seventh seed. They would play at the Dolphins. Bills would be the sixth seed. They'd play at the Chiefs. The Browns are locked in at the five seed. No matter what happens this weekend, they would be at the Jaguars. They'll be at whoever wins the AFC South. And the wild card, uh, uh, or the, uh, yeah, the bye, the Baltimore Ravens would get the bye. And that's in the AFC. NFC, if the season ended today, it's Packers, the seventh seed, at the Cowboys, the two seed. That's That's an intriguing game. Six-seed Rams would be at the three-seed Detroit Lions. Five-seed Eagles, who at one time seemed to be a lock for the one-seed, would have to play at Tampa Bay. Hmm. And, of course, the 49ers would get the bye. All right, so Texas and Colts, we know, winner of that game, wins the AFC South if the Titans beat the Jaguars on Sunday. That uh, Texans-Colts game is to, is tomorrow night. Steelers, they play the Baltimore Ravens tomorrow night. Baltimore has nothing to play for. They've wrapped up the uh, one seed. Steelers make the playoffs if they win and Buffalo loses Sunday night to the Dolphins or Steelers win and Titans beat the Jaguars or it's a tie or a Pittsburgh win plus a Houston Indianapolis tie or Pittsburgh tie plus Jacksonville loss plus Houston Indianapolis doesn't end in a tie. Or, last one, Jacksonville lost plus Denver win plus Houston, Indianapolis doesn't end in a tie. Got it? I'm ready. <laughs> Bring on Saturday. <laughs> Bills, Dolphins, obviously, winner of that game wins the AFC East. But, like I said, there's a possibility that the Bills could either win the AFC East and be the two seed in the AFC, get two home games, or they could get knocked out of the playoffs. That's incredible. I believe Packers are winning in. I believe Buccaneers are winning in. Let's see here. Buccaneers. Yeah, if they win, they're in. And uh, scrolling down to the Packers. Yes, they win, they're in. Uh, Vikings are still alive for a playoff berth. You want to hear the Vikings scenarios? They're 7-9. All right, here we go. Vikings can clinch a playoff berth if 
Minnesota win plus Green Bay loss plus Seattle loss plus Tampa Bay loss, <laughs> or Minnesota win plus Green Bay loss plus Seattle loss plus New Orleans loss. So they're still alive. It could happen. Probably won't. Don't even know who they're trotting out at quarterback anymore. Talk about a team that's gone through it. I mean, yeah. they've thrown out about eight different guys at the quarterback position. And you realize this, the Saints are still alive for a playoff berth. Saints can get in. And I got a lot of heat for calling out the Josh Dobbs story. Did you? Yeah. What did you say? Well, I just saying, I mean, this thing is going to run out. Yeah. And it has. We saw it coming. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what? I'm in the same boat with Tommy DeVito. You know, there's a lot of people in New York that are still shocked that Tommy DeVito got benched for Terod Taylor. Tommy DeVito's not that good. You know, it's a fun story and all that. And just like Josh Dobbs was a fun story. Right. He basically, like, came to the stadium on game day, introduced himself to the players, and won a game that they had no business winning. Was it at Atlanta, I think? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they gave you heat because they were like, oh, well, you're a Vol hater, yeah. so, you know. I mean, one or two games, it was cool. But, yeah. I mean, week four where he's throwing 16 passes and we're propping him up for comeback player of the year. I'm like, well, let's, <laughs> let's give it a rest a little bit, please. I'm trying to find another team before we go to break here with another crazy um, uh, pl playoff scenario. All right, let's talk about the Bills. 10-6. and six. They get in if they tie the Dolphins Sunday night. Or... Pittsburgh loses or ties and they win. Jacksonville loses or ties or Houston and Indianapolis tie tomorrow night. So, like I said, the Bills could either be the two seed and the AFC champions, AFC East champions, or they could be completely out of the playoffs. It's crazy, folks, but it's a lot of fun unless you're a Titans fan or a Giants fan. All right, let's take another break. We'll come back with your phone calls. If you're online, if you're on the line, stay there. Why can't I talk today? What is wrong with me? If you're on hold, stay there. We'll be right back. This is Nashville Sports Radio. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. 
it is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Cool Deck LLC, the Dexpert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in a child's life. This message is brought to you by Cool Deck LLC. For decorative concrete, resurfacing for patios, sidewalks, garages, pool decks, and more, give the pros a call today at 615-836-9595. 615-836-9595. Visit CoolDeck.com and like them on Facebook. That's Cool Deck LLC. They're professionals who care. The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championships part 6th to the ninth at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Polk inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio. Some shows make you rip out the dial. Greg and John make you rip out the whole radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Greg out today. He'll be back with us on Monday. We're coming to you from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios presented by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's go to the phone, shall we? Kenny the Mailman joins us. Hi, Kenny. Hello, old friend. What's up, buddy? I'm doing great. Heard a piece of info. I might run it through your filter, and you can explain it better for me, okay? Sure. I I usually don't call about negative fan base or anything, but I have no idea what the city of Miami is thinking or what their support is. This is the biggest home game in 20 years. Got a chance to get a home game in the playoffs, and the report this morning was at best – it's going to be a neutral field, and there were reports that it could be 55 to 60% Buffalo fans. Oh, yeah. Listen, Bill's Mafia travels. I remember the Monday night game here a couple of years ago. There were The streets were filled. I went out Sunday night, and the streets were just filled with Bill's fans. They traveled. They're, they're a lot like Steeler fans or Raider fans or Cowboy fans. They travel. Well, I understand that, but with the season on the line. No, you're right. They, had, they hadn't won their division in what? Over 20 years, that's hard to, you know, we grew up with Yeah, I don't think they've won the division since Marino left. Yeah, and then I heard that this morning. It's like you just shake your head and you go, oh, man, because that is the most miserable feeling in the world, sitting in your own stadium and looking around going, what is this? Oh, listen. Had you heard that? uh, I hadn't heard that. I'll I'll check that out. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. Yeah, have a great day. Um, all right, thanks, Kenny. I mean, I know as a Giants fan, it disgusts me watch whenever they play the Cowboys because there are a ton of Dallas Cowboys fans in New York City, like born and raised in New York City with like thick New York accents, and they're Cowboys fans. That makes me sick to my stomach to see them <laughs> at MetLife Stadium cheering on the Cowboys against the Giants. 
where it almost becomes like a road game for the Giants. I can't stand that. And on the other side, uh, for the Jets fans, there are a lot of Miami Dolphins fans as well in New York City. And that I know that drives Jets fans crazy. So, yeah, I mean, Kenny's right. That's a huge game for Miami. And, you know, they should be out there. You know, if I'm Mike McDaniel, I'm telling them, hey, we need you on Sunday. Get to the game. Get there early. Cheer us on. You know, make a lot of noise whenever Josh Allen and the Bills have the ball on offense. But there are going to be a ton of Bills yep. fans there. So there's there's no doubt about that. Titans know plenty of that. Uh, it seems like for the past five years, the Bills have played at Nissan Stadium yeah. pretty much every year. Them, the Eagles, Steelers, Patriots, no matter how much you talk about it, they're, they're going to have at least 40% of the stadium. You're right. It doesn't matter. It's funny. in the early. I'm sure in the early days of the Titans, right, there were so many, you know, before the Titans got here, when Peyton Manning got drafted by the Colts, every, a lot of people around here became Colts fans because yeah. they love Peyton Manning. So you go to the Titans, you know, Colts game in the early days, there'd be a bunch of Tennesseans <laughs> walking around with number 18, you know, yep. Colts, uh, Peyton Manning jerseys on because they love Peyton because he played at University of Tennessee. All right, back to the phones. We go. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. That music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around the national Football League. Morning, Eric. I should note that friend of show, Deanna Parazzo, the uh, virtuosa, she signed with uh, All Elite Wrestling this week, leaving Impact Wrestling. So uh, congratulations to her. I I just hope they book her right. Hi, Eric. Hey, how you doing, John? And uh, I tell you what, and some of those same people who were in Coast jerseys also turned around and wore 18 jerseys on the Broncos when he went to the Broncos. Yep. So, yep. yeah. So a lot of people like him, not necessarily the team. But, John, a couple of things. I don't know if you knew this playoff scenario. I saw it yesterday. It may be more complicated or whatever, but I also saw a report where if the Green Bay Packers lose the Chicago Bears and Seattle beats Arizona, they're in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get to that, but I did know it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't know how many scenarios for them, and it's not going to be so easy the way Arizona's been playing. And, John, I'm going to get to the Titans last, but a couple of observations. First of all, and you probably heard about this, I just don't know how in the world that Brad Allen crew got the Pittsburgh-Baltimore game. To me, if, you, if when you usually have a horrible performance like they did, you get demoted, which means they should be doing the Jets Patriots game. Well, I heard they're, they're, they're not going to be they're not going to be doing any playoff games that crew. Yeah, yeah, but still, they mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing a game that has an impact on the playoffs. That's for those, my, for my those that don't know, Brad Allen's uh, crew was the crew that uh, screwed the Lions out of the win uh, last Saturday night in Dallas because of the ta- yeah, the yeah. tackle eligible play. And, and, and they were also involved in the Kansas City Green Bay game with that pass interference deal, Bears uh, Browns game because of a pass interference call or non call late on the quarterback, and also a controversial game. I think it's between the Saints and the Falcons. So they've been involved in several games where there's been some issues. Well, if also, you're going to have a game that they're going to get yeah. involved in, I mean, yeah, half of it's meaningless. So you know, yeah. the Ravens, you know, the Ravens arresting everybody. So yeah. you know, it may be, it may be, you know, at least they're not in a, you know, at least yeah. they're not doing the Bills Dolphins game, right? <laughs> the yeah. most important yeah. game yeah. of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, John, do not be surprised. I got a feeling both the Dallas-Washington game and the Philadelphia Giants game could go down to the wire. I know a lot of people say, oh, there's no way Dallas is losing to Washington. I said last year Dallas played Washington. Washington Washington always gives Dallas a hard time. It's been that way for decades. Yeah, and they played the Stars for half, but then Washington won it going away. And here's the thing. This 
will probably be, and I'm pretty sure, LeBron Rivera's last game, and I think they're going to just go out all out and play for him, and they would love nothing better than to spoil the Cowboys' chances. So I, I, I think 13 is a little bit too much. I would be surprised but not shocked if Washington won. And also think your Giants are going to give the Eagles a great game. I know a lot of people have been talking about Philly and all this type of stuff, but I think the Giants, too, would love nothing better than to spoil Philadelphia's yeah, players. Eagles are only laying five in that game, which I thought was surprising. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, hey, this I'm could not. be Saquon Barkley's last game as a Giant, so I'm sure that they'd yeah, like to send yeah, him out yeah. with a win if this is it for him. Yeah, yeah, John, and as far as the Titans go, I guys, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I really think the Titans, I don't know if they're going to win, but I think they're going to give a hard effort, especially with Derrick Henry's last game. It's going to be interesting to see the crowd. If the weather's nice, I think we could have a good crowd. But if it's really, really cold, then you'll have a lot of empty seats. But I'll give the Titans fans credit because I think the last game we were like in the mid-60s, but they showed up, and I'm definitely going to be there Sunday regardless of what happens because I'm just looking forward to see if this is King Henry's last game. Hopefully he'll go out uh, with a fantastic effort. Guys, good talk to you. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, you know what? I think there could be a good turnout because I think a lot of people are going to want to show up on Sunday to possibly, we don't know, possibly say goodbye to King Henry. I think there's going to be a lot of Jags fans. You think so? I, I got to say the crowd's When's been... the last time they've won the division at Nissan Stadium? Ooh, that's a good question. But why would they? Why would you want to travel from North Florida to Nashville? <laughs> when it's a little—I mean, well, you can come to Nashville and party your butt off for, for a weekend well, to laugh on our demise. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> stick a fork in us one last to, time to to stomp on the logo at midfield. I wouldn't rule it out. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. Let's take our final break. We'll wrap up the show after this. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's 
super fast and easy. And I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. It's a Bill King Show. We are college football centric. That is the sun that warms our planet that we live on. Our planet actually isn't flat or round. It's an oblong spheroid. And we are here to proselytize about it, edify it every day on this here radio show. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening to the Greg Pogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show. Text or call the show at 615-844-5600 and tell John that Jordan is better than LeBron. Well, speaking of LeBron, we've got uh, Grizzlies at Lakers tonight. 8.30. So uh, the Grizzlies making their trek out west. Of course, the Lakers beat the Grizzlies in the first round of the playoffs last year. Dylan Brooks and LeBron were yapping at each other. So, uh, Grizzlies been playing a lot better since Jaws rejoined the team. Nice test tonight. Lakers are kind of crumbling. They're floundering a little bit. LeBron didn't talk to the media after the game the other night. There's talk that, you know, they're, you know, the players want Darvin Ham out. And so, you know, always drama in Lakerland. There's oh. always drama in Lakerland. They're like the Cowboys. They're like the Yankees. You know, they're just that team that, there's always something going on with them, right? It really is, and I, I just, I just kind of laugh. Uh, the uh, Lakers head coach, the lifespan is about three years. Yes, uh, if that. And yeah, if you make you got, it that long, good for you, right? But if you haven't won a championship by then, you're out on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how bad the team is, exactly. It's not. It's never the team. It's never the players' no. fault. You know, it's never AD or LeBron's fault. Well, it's never LeBron's fault. Okay, right. let's let's establish that. It's never LeBron's fault. But you know. I mean, AD should be dominating. He should be carrying this team. With yeah. Le- LeBron should be Robin to his Batman. Yeah, I just kind of, I don't know, I just roll my eyes at the Los Angeles Lakers. I love LeBron. Right. I don't know what it is. Him going to the La- I don't know. I, I just will never yeah. get over that. Yeah. We'll never that, do it. That was tough. That was tough. Is uh, it To me, it was more of a... It was a brand move. It wasn't. It was, it was definitely a brand move. It wasn't going to Miami to win championships. It was. I want to live in Los Angeles full time. Yeah, which, fair enough. That, you know, and people in Cleveland have, have, have basically said that it, it came down to a matter of he wanted to live in Los Angeles yeah. and play for the Lakers. Yeah. You know, and he did win one championship there, but it was COVID in the bubble, so it's kind of like man, is is what it is. We got the McFarlands coming up later this afternoon, two o'clock, two to four. Darren and Justin. Uh, Jim Rome follows us immediately on the show. And then, of course, uh, we've got the uh, podcast show. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., yours truly, Pat and Cook. 
and former Titans All-Pro linebacker Keith Bullock. We got a lot to talk about this week. I'm looking forward to this week's show. I don't know if one show's going to cut it for us. We might Man. need to negotiate with the higher-ups or something. Yeah, by the way, you can follow us on Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, go back and subscribe and listen to past shows as well. Well, the first week of 2024 is in the books. Pogi will be back with us in theory on Monday. We'll recap the Titans-Jaguars game, get you ready for the NFL playoffs, and preview the national championship game between Michigan and Washington. Patton, great job as always. Have a great weekend. You too, John. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Jim Rome is next. AM 95.9 FM Brentwood Nashville 107.9 FM Smyrna Nashville's first 24-hour sports station WNSR Nashville Sports Radio